We are on the cusp of a major social change. Do you feel it? Even if you don't, make no mistake, change is coming, and it is going to be unforgettable. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Hart, and here on Prime Spark, where we work with and on behalf of women over 55, I want to help you find that spark that will ignite your way forward, reflect your gifts to the world, and illuminate your path through this next stage of life. Through these podcast conversations, I hope to inspire you to see how you can make a significant contribution to some of the gnarly problems that are facing us right now. Join me, and together, let's discover our Prime Spark. Hi, and welcome to Prime Spark. I'm Sarah Hart, and I'm so happy you're here. Prime Spark is designed for women over 55 or close, with a goal to help us all live our happiest, most successful, and fulfilling life now and in the future. The mission of Prime Spark is to change the way our society sees and treats older women. That's a big mission, which only means we all need to be involved and we need to get going now. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Lee Lincoln, a woman whose work I greatly admire. Lee Lincoln's passion lies in crafting inspiring novels that impact readers on a deep emotional level. She aims to inspire, uplift, and provoke thoughtful conversations. A portion of the proceeds from her novel goes directly to charities that serve the homeless. Lee loves to travel, paint, and hike. Welcome, Lee. I'm so happy you're here today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. So just getting started, let me ask you, do you experience getting older? And if you do, what is that experience? And if you don't, why is it that you think you don't? Oh, most definitely. I I can feel that I'm getting older. For example, today, I was reaching to get something at the grocery store this morning, and my knee popped. And it was so loud that the young man who was standing next to me at the grocery store was like, ma'am, are you okay? No. <laughs> uh, oh. It's good. It's my knee. Um, yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> Yes, I have aches and pains. My knee pops if I stretch too far. <laughs> it's part of being older, but it's okay because uh, I'm at a stage of my life where I have a lot of freedom to do a lot of things. Because I am older, I have no responsibilities. So, okay, knee, just don't give out on me when I'm doing whatever I need to do. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> You know, it's interestingly that um, I've talked to a lot of women on my my podcast and other, and um, so many of us talk about, um, yeah, we're we're getting older, we our, our bodies, you know, this, that, and the other thing. But I've got more freedom. I I have more freedom than I've had, and it's that's wonderful. Yeah, because um, I'm living my best life now. I travel all the time, like all the time, and. I can, I have no debt. I have no responsibilities. 
well, except for paying taxes occasionally, right? Yeah, really, I have no responsibilities. I can do whatever I want. It's really awesome. Not that I'm saying my life as a single mother wasn't like the worst thing in the history of the universe, right? I loved being a mom. I loved raising my son, but there was so much involved in that. And it was really, really exhausting sometimes. And to always know that I had to put him first. And now I can put me first for once in my life, right? So it's a whole different experience now. And I, I'm really enjoying that. It's hard to learn to do to put yourself first after all those years, or did it just come? Uh, it was really hard. And that was part of the journey of becoming an author um, was, was that. Because uh, my first book I wrote accidentally. And so it was it was all part of the, that experience. And a lot of people thought I was going through a midlife crisis, and it really wasn't. It was all part of the evolution of moving away from being a mother to finding my own voice and writing my first book. It was all part of the same package, and it actually had nothing to do with how old I was. It all had to do with who I was and learning who I was. Um, so there was a lot involved and it had nothing to do with my age, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, understandable. So tell us about that first book. So the first book, Road Home, um, again, it was complete accident. I'd been doing homeless and poverty advocacy for something like 30 years at that point. And I was involved in a lot of committees. I worked at soup kitchens. I'd worked at homeless shelters. I, I'd been involved in various committees for first-time home buyers. You name it, I'd done it at that point. And so I was at this community meeting one night, and the guy who was running it was pointing to the politician, to the local businessman, to everyone but me. And I really had something to say on the topic, and he just was ignoring me. So at the end of the meeting, I went up to him and I said, hey, you know, I want to say something, right? And and he told me no, flat out. And he gave me all these reasons why. I was just a single mom. I'd been a volunteer. I didn't have the right education, blah, 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 right? It would have taken him less time to hear what I had to say than for me to hear his excuses. So I went home that night. And I was just completely frustrated and angry and and I realized he wasn't the first one who had done this to me, to just completely ignore me. I was unimportant. I was weak. I was powerless. I was invisible. And, and I was like, what do I do about this, right? So I pulled out a notebook and I just started journaling out my frustrations and I just poured my heart out. Well, the next night I did the same and I just repeated this over and over and over again for several months. And then I finally went back and started looking at what I'd written. And at some point, it flipped from being about me to being the perspective of a homeless woman. I'd accidentally written a novel. Straight up. No joke. And, and I realized why. And because a lot of the homeless women I'd worked with over the years had a lot of the same feelings that I did, that they were unimportant. They weren't valued. They didn't matter. And that was exactly how I was feeling at that moment, right? So it made sense that somehow my brain flipped. But I still have no idea how I did that. That's amazingly, I mean, 
I know that people may feel like that man felt sometimes, but rarely do they say it. I yeah. Mean, you know, that that's amazing. Yeah. So so I cleaned it up a bit and uh, with the help of a local writers group and then I cleaned it up a bit more with an editor and and I was like, well, you know, nobody's going to read this. Everybody's been ignoring me for years. Why are they going to read a book, right? And so I published it anyways, self-published it. Amazon is great for this, right? Any Anyone can throw a book out into the universe, right? I'm like, I'll sell 10, 15 copies, right? And raise a little bit of money for charity. It'll be, it'll be cool, right? But the amazing thing happened is you publish a book. All of a sudden, you're an expert. It doesn't matter what the book is on. You're an expert at something, right? And then people wanted to hear me speak. They wanted my opinion, right? And I'm like, wait, wait, what? You know, that is amazing. That is what happens. Um, and I think that um, just my experience with a couple of books I have, um, I think we need to assume that we probably won't get really rich on our books unless we're John Grisham or somebody, you know. But the uh, credibility we gain is amazing. I mean, it's sort of, it's it's a little bit like an advanced degree. I mean, really, in a lot of cases, what that indicates is that you stayed around. Yeah. You know, and um, and with a, a book, it means that you sat down and wrote and got it. And, and there's a lot to that. So I'm not taking away from that. But it is really, it's amazing to me, the credibility we gain from just having having a book. It blew me away. I couldn't believe it that all of these people just all of a sudden, yeah, my opinion was so valuable and it was, it, and I, and I hadn't changed anything else. I, I hadn't gotten the degree. I hadn't gotten the big fancy job. I hadn't become a politician, right? No, the only thing that changed was, and it's not, Okay, it's a good book. I'm not saying it's a great book. It's still a hot mess because, again, I'm not a, you know, I had no training as an author. I wrote it accidentally for pity's sakes, right? So, but just the fact that my name is in print is what made the difference. That's um, an, an amazing transition for you. Um, have you had other pivots in your life? Um, so one huge pivot was when you realized you could start paying attention to yourself. And another one was when you had this first book and suddenly became credible, credible to people. Um, any other major pivots? Well, this this whole this whole writing a book became the whole thing to just pivot my whole life. I moved from one side of the country to the other. And totally reinvented myself. And again, people kind of were thinking, oh, it's a midlife crisis. But really, it wasn't. But because of the book, I saw that I didn't have to be this person in a box that everyone had told me I needed to be for so many years. I am so much more than a mom. I am so much more than a volunteer. I am so much more than what all of these people had been telling me I was for so many years. 
And the bigger my platform gets, and the more books I write, the more I find out who I am and the bigger my world gets. And it's just been so fun to reinvent myself. And again, it has nothing to do with age. It has nothing to do with a lot of things. It has to do with, I am finally figuring out who I am. And this should have happened when I was younger, but I, I never was given the space to do that. I went from being a young woman who lived with her parents to being a young woman who was married to being a single mother. I never had the time to breathe long enough to, to figure out me. There was no space for that ever. And now I have this space to figure out what I want and who I am. And it's just been this beautiful, amazing time in my life. And I wish I would have had this opportunity when I was younger. I would have been a better mother. I would have been better at everything I tried if I knew who I was. But I didn't have this opportunity sooner, unfortunately. <laughs> it is what it is. I can't go back and change it. However, <laughs> I, I do kind of pity my poor son at times because I was a stressed out single mother and I know that. And part of it was because I never knew who I was and what I should be doing 90% of the time. <laughs> you know, Lee, I, I, I know it, do, it doesn't have anything, I think, to do necessarily with age. I agree with you on that. But I think it does have a bit to do with getting older because I think that there is, I mean, you had, you had time um, and you, you had the freedom. But I think we, I, I just think we, we go through stages. I mean, you know, we watch people go through adolescent, young adulthood, and middle age, and I think we do the same thing then as we get older. And I think we are finally getting to the point of um, being able to take a look at ourselves. And I don't know that we do that before. I mean, I don't know that we have the experience or the wisdom or the wherewithal to do that. Some people do, certainly, but I think a lot of us don't. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I have to agree with that. I think a lot of people do not have the wisdom. And a lot of this wisdom comes from doing all the wrong things for so many years. <laughs> Which uh, I, I kind of write about that in uh, my third book, Finding the Real Road. Uh, it, she did all the wrong things for a lot of years. Um, and because I do think, especially women tend to do that, where, you know, we kind of, we kind of wander around for a lot of years doing the wrong things until, <laughs> until we finally give ourselves the grace to, uh, to figure out, you know, where we were going wrong. It's really interesting that um, talk about your so your first book was Road Home and your third book was Finding the Real Road. Uh, yeah. What was the second book? So the second book is Road to Freedom. And that one is about a man dying of cancer. And he takes his bride to Cuba and Spain where he's lived before. So they're all different. They all have a different character. He's facing a different problem. And they're all in different places. I love to travel. Yeah, I said that before, right? <laughs> I, I am wandering around the whole entire universe at this point. So the second one is Road to Freedom. It is about a man coming to terms with his death. 
Yes, with his death. And uh, it's it's actually a love story. So you see him and his, his new bride. And uh, I think Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, it's one of those beautiful love stories where the guy dies at the end. So, yeah. So where do you like to travel most? You've talked about travel now a couple of times. What are some of your favorite places? I love Spain. I loved Italy too. And Greece was great. But Spain is my favorite place. Spain is hands down my favorite place. And that is because of the culture. They have this laid back lifestyle. They shut everything down in the middle of the afternoon and expect everyone to go home and have a nap. What is better than that, right? And then you come out of your nap, you shop for a little while, and then you sit down on a patio outside. You have your beautiful meal that lasts two to four hours where you're chatting with everyone else at that restaurant, right? Because everyone is family and you just people watch and no one is asking you to leave the restaurant. They don't care how long you're sitting there. It is just a beautiful, relaxed culture. And this is why I love Spain. No one's stressed, no one cares, and everyone is family. I love Spain. Spain is when, a beautiful When do you get to go back? Uh, we are hoping to go back beginning of next year. We were, I was just there in uh, March. Yeah, I go all the time. <laughs> I love it. Good for you. So it's that's better from the East Coast because you're that much closer to Spain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's It's like a... For a what, t- 10, 12 hour flight from Miami to uh, Madrid. And then you just hop on a plane from Madrid. You can get anywhere. I love the trains in Spain. Uh, they're just, they go anywhere. Nice, relaxing train ride. And yeah. And then you can just hop on, hop off the trains anywhere. And you hit these little towns and the people are just so free. And yeah. I like America, where everyone is stressed and you stay at a restaurant more than 20 minutes, they're kicking you out, right? Yes. And everyone is focused on time. They're focused on their phones. They're focused on everything, but what's around them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's absolutely right. So one of the things you said in your, um, that, in your bio that I got from you is you also like to paint. What do you paint? I really like to paint like flowers and and things that I see in nature. Um, and I'm not a very good artist, okay? I will admit. It's kind of abstract, but that's okay. Art is in the eye of the beholder. And I love to go to museums. Like I went to the Prado again um, in March. And every time I go there, there's something different that I find, all right? And Every piece of art in there is different. And some of them are really technically of the same thing, right? But they're done by different artists. And so they look entirely different. And so when I paint a flower, yeah, it's not going to be the same as anybody else paints. And that's okay. I like it because I did it. So we're cool. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. I, I just love that. So tell us about um, your your fourth book. And what that's going to lead to, do you know? The fourth book is the end of this series. Um, The fourth book is The Road West. And it is about an elderly woman who had almost had an affair when she was younger. And then that led to a whole lifetime of, of guilt and regrets. 
And then she gets this visit from a stranger who brings her letters from the other half of that affair. Yeah. So I, I was just kind of whole playing with that whole butterfly effect, right? You know, you do one little thing and then it kind of ripples out to everyone else, right? <laughs> so where does the title come from, Road West? Because you went Road East, actually. <laughs> I did. No, uh, it's because this elderly woman um, starts out on the East Coast and then she moves west and uh, decides that, yeah, she should have stayed out west because that was definitely the safer place. But yeah, <laughs> so that's where that title comes from. Oh, I got sure. this beautiful little cabin. I do all my own covers, so. Oh, um, yeah. oh um, listeners, you can't see it, but uh, on the screen behind, um, there's a, a picture of each of the covers of um, Lee's books, and they're wonderful. They're wonderful covers. I, I love that you now that to know, especially that you do them. Yes, I, I make my own covers. Yeah. Um, when I say I, I'm an independent author and I do 99% of the work myself, I, I ain't kidding. I do have an editor who is amazing, but most of the work is is on my shoulders. I am a solopreneur. So, yeah. But my my next series is, is going to be very different and much more personal. Um, I'm starting a new series this year in November. And it'll be the Path to Family series. And the first book, Lost Father, is going to be about a birth father and his journey from the time he got his girlfriend pregnant to when his now adult daughter reaches out and wants to connect. Interesting. So, boy, that's really different from what you've been doing so far. So that's yeah. fun. Yep. Yeah. So... Um, and it's going to be a really fun series and it's going to have, um, the first book again, birth father, second book is going to be on the birth mother. Third book will be the parents who adopted the child. And then the fourth book will be the child. So each book will have the story from a slightly different perspective. I love how you know all that in advance. <laughs> yes. I've been plotting for two years to do this series. <laughs> So the, you do several different things. Of all the things you've done, what are the three things in your life you're proudest of? I, of course, am most proudest of my son. He is an amazing young man. He is in his mid-20s now and an adult on his own right and is doing fabulous. And, and of course, I have to say, I don't know how much of that is me but, because he's very strong-willed. but. Uh, yeah, I, of course, I have to say I'm proudest of him. I'm also proud that I can say I'm debt-free and have no responsibilities because a lot of people cannot say that. And of course, I'm very proud that I'm an author because who knew that's where my journey was going to take me. <laughs> oh, absolutely, Lee. I don't know um, how many people I talk to, and I'm sure this is true for you too, who talk about, oh, I'd really like to write a book, but they don't. I, I actually hear it a lot when I'm out at events. I hear a lot of people are like, I always meant to write a book. And I'm like, do you know how hard it is to write a book? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, you know, you, it, what you do is sit down 
and right. <laughs> for a long time. For it takes a me, long time. Yeah, it takes me at least a year because I'm into to quality and not quantity, um, which I know some people don't work that way. So it takes me a long time to make sure that that, that book is perfect and pretty before I put it out in the universe. And I think one of the things, this was my experience, um, and I didn't do all of it myself. I, I, I um, did a, a hybrid publishing, so it wasn't a publishing house, but it was hybrid. Um, I don't think what people realize is that in a sense, the easy fun part is the writing. It's everything after that to get the book out that is, for me, not particularly fun and is just a slog. Um, so for anybody who's interested in writing a book, just sit down and start writing because that's going to be the fun part. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I, I love playing with my characters. I actually talk to them, which, OK, that sounds a little insane. but. I talked to another author recently who just started chuckling when I said that because she's like, oh, I do that too. And I always thought that I shouldn't say that because that makes me sound insane. I'm like, oh, oh. no. So I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, you spend that amount of time with, with characters that are coming out of your mind. You're going to start talking to them. Well, I, I, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, it's it's so fun for me to create a world for my characters. I have a storyboard, you know, with all these pieces of, of string connecting all of these things together. So I keep it straight in my mind, right? Yeah. So I create this whole crazy universe, right? And I love I love that part of it. But then you get to the point where you have to edit it. And that is so detailed oriented. And I'm just like, oh, just no, I'm I'm so over this at this point. And then you have to market it. And I'm like, oh. No, another Facebook post. Oh, just hot. No. Okay, we're all good. I, you have to go to all these events and stand on your feet for 10 hours and look pretty and smile. And I'm just like, okay, now my knee's popping again. Right, right. We're back to the, uh, am I, am I, <laughs> I can't be, I'm too old for this. Yeah, I know that it can feel that way. And, and yet there you are with your four books and more to come. So exciting. So, Lee, not anytime soon, certainly, but when you leave this earth, what do you hope your legacy is? Well, there's a couple of things. And, of course, I, I give a ton to charities. So that's an obvious one, clearly, is, is all of this work that I've been doing my pretty much my entire life. But I also want to help women figure out what their passion is and what their voice is as well. So I talk about that a lot, you know, because that was one of my big things in life is for so long, I just didn't know who I was. So I really want to help other women figure out who they are and what they need to be doing in life and, and what they can do in life. So that's another thing I'm really passionate about wanting that to be part of my legacy now, um, which for a long time, I didn't even know that that was missing in my life. And I really want to help other women figure that out as well. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure that many of us realize we don't know who we are until we get to a point when we can, oh, and then start discovering. I mean, I don't think we walk around thinking, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. Um, and I think we get to a point before we realize that. And then... Yeah. Some of us want to take action at that point to figure it out. And some people just don't. So, 
There yeah, you go. unfortunately, I think that's true. So I, so my big thing is, is I try to encourage all women to journal because then whether they realize they're, they don't know who they are or not, then through journaling, they might figure it out because that's how I figured it out. So, and I've actually heard from a few women who've started doing that going, you know, learned a lot about myself by doing that. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> Do you teach journaling? Uh, not specifically, but I do encourage all women to do it. Right. Oh, I can imagine, Lee, that people may want to get in touch with you. If they do, how can they do that? The best way is through my website, which is leelincolnauthor.com. That's L-E-I-G-H lincolnauthor.com. You can sign up for my website. You can purchase books from there. You can see my social media from there. I try to make it super easy, be a one-stop shop for everything. So, Great. So that's our time today. Please join us again. You can find our Prime Spark web podcast on every popular outlet. Find out more about Prime Spark at www.primesparkwomen.com. Com. Thank you so much to my guest, Lee Lincoln. And don't forget, you can find her most easily at Lee Lincoln, L-E-I-G-H, Lincoln, author.com. Thank you for being with us. Spread tolerance and love. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to stay updated, you can head over to my website, primesparkwomen.com, and get my free spark guide, seven questions to ignite your spark, to help you discover your own spark. See you in the next episode.